it's a very good start by Ali Armstrong and uh, Brittany Anderson trying to get back to her. Here comes Toby Amasan. Amasan moving so smoothly, quickly again. And Toby Amasan storming to the line. And again, we look to the clock. Wow! Oh, the wind is just over the legal limit. 12.06. Where did that cursed breeze come from? It doesn't matter. There has never been a... A hundred hurdles as quick as that, 12.06. Oh, it's not a world record because of that wind speed, but it is a gold medal. It is a gold medal by a distance. She is the champion of the world. She is Nigeria's first world champion, and she has done it in some style. Hello and welcome to this Toby Oluwa Toby Loba Amusan Appreciation Podcast. My name is Calvin Ebekomoka and it is my joy, it is my pleasure to welcome you onto this special, really, really special episode of your Sports Memo Podcast. We will be celebrating 30, the end of 39 years of hurt. The end of 39 years of near misses. Nigeria's first. Ah, I swear to God, I'm so emotional. Even now, hours and hours and hours after, I am emotional talking about this. Oluwa Tobiloba Amusan is the world champion at 100 meters hurdles. It was fantastic hearing that in the early hours of this morning. But I will not be doing this alone. I am not the only one. There are over 100 million Nigerians who are absolutely excited. Most people in my generation are emotional about this, especially when you think about our near misses. So I've got, I've got in the pod with me this evening. It's Yewande Esson. Yewande, you are welcome to your Sports Memo Podcast again. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, Calvin. Good afternoon, everybody. It's nice to be here. Seen an emotional past. Um, yes, it's been about 12 hours. It's happened around 3 a.m. in the morning. It will be wind at 60 meters. Oh, you're welcome. Uh, I'm I'm feeling buzzing. I don't watch the the I don't watch the the, the, the race. I woke up this moment. Actually, I think it's going to happen around 1 a.m. Nigerian time. But my eyes could hold up. I'm not getting any younger. I go to bed. And in my bed, I said to listen. When I wake up, he told me to be on the podium. I didn't know it was going to be this. So I'm really buzzing right now. You're welcome. And where is Digi? Digi, okay, where are you? Welcome to your Sports Bible Podcast. Yes, I can Hello. hear. I can, can hear you. I can hear you now. Welcome to your pod, to the, your your sports oh. podcast. It's a pleasure, Calvin. Today, yeah. I mean, I, I've just been able to catch it like two hours since last night. Um, on the timeline, writing stories, reporting, to be a proud, Nigeria proud, no doubt about that. And it's something that Nigerians will save for years to come. Right. Um. Let's see. I. I. I am. What was, was this? 
this is the way the only way I can try and explain this to to a few of you um, I'm, I'm much older here so I can I can tell you in 1987 at the World Athletic Championships of 1987 going into that event everybody everybody expected Innocent Degunike to win the 400 meters gold and we had planned everywhere had prepared to hear the Nigerian national anthem um, being sung with Innocent Degunike and all of that Innocent started off like a house on fire ran the quickest 300 meters in history at the time the last 100 meters he faltered and some German came through and won the gold we were heartbroken we were absolutely heartbroken as did you say in this night when I because I, I didn't watch I didn't watch the race when I saw I just put on Twitter around on my phone around 4 a.m. and I saw now nah, I was around 4:30 and I saw tweets celebrating her. So I now scrolled down and I saw the I saw the I saw the race. I was outside in a bus in the bus station we were waiting for a taxi. If you see how I celebrated, how I screamed, I went yes yes. People were really looking at me like what's wrong with this guy? This is this is this is this is so. Big, it was so, I was so emotional. Even where did you watch it live? Where were you when this happened? Atunike, your phone is on mute. Yeah, yeah, I was in my mom's sitting room actually. Right, I didn't sleep. Uh, I think, um, they, they could know that I have kept the night vigil for the last 10 days, so I could not even miss it. Normally, I sleep and wake up, but. Maybe because it was in Nigeria, I could not just sleep. So when she broke the world record, I was like, it's just, I was happy. I screamed and I was like, you just need to win the gold because that world record will only be much sweeter if it comes with a gold medal. And it was, it was really tense. By the time the race wanted to start, my, I was shaking. Like my hands were literally shaking. Mm. I don't think I've ever tensed about athletics to that extent before. My hands were literally shaking. I'm glad she did that. I screamed so hard that the neighbor had to come and knock at our door that midnight. I hope nothing is wrong. <laughs> because the screaming was very, very, very loud. And it's, it's so amazing, so emotional to see that the Nigerian is the world champion. Very, 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 very. And it's years and years of hard work, years of near misses. She's been so close, so close. And I felt, I felt like we all expected her to win the medal. Since then, I expected her to medal. But gold medal, I felt like, huh? When you have Brittany Anderson, you have Kamacho Coin, who has mm. been the main mm. commentator for her. Mm. I was thinking, okay, it's a silver or bronze, it would be okay. But to be win gold medal and to get the Nigerian national anthem being played on that stage was really emotional. Andrew, I, I'm going to keep the G for last. Andrew, how. how, how just can you even try to describe your 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 mood? Mine is crazy. Uh, I'm probably the second oldest in this group. I remember 1980. I'm 19. Uh, I would say 91, uh, 93. A few years along the line, we had Henry, Henry and Osmond Davidson and the whole like you know, um, so not been able to get that gold. And for me, I watched. Uh, 
the confirmation of the semester she did post at that point I was definitely going to get on I was like a piece of my wife and my daughter so crazy when I saw the times and then the other times um, the other ladies especially Kamato Queen who I thought were close to the I just knew that it was definitely totally a moment time and look when I woke up on ice uh, I was in the toilet you know normally you wake up in the morning you want to go into the toilet and check your phone especially now when you do like I said I, I said a silent prayer for two people I would sleep and then I was like okay my hands were shivering when I was going uh, on Twitter and immediately I saw it my phone dropped I have a cracked screen right now <laughs> oh no I'm, I'm scared wow. maybe thousand to fix it was just crazy I dropped my phone I was screaming in the toilet my kids were like what's wrong what's wrong with him it's too early in the morning to be screaming for I mean look I, I tweeted something earlier on you know Nigeria does you in a lot of times, but singing that national anthem and seeing Toby in tears when he came through is absolutely, look, for me, the highlight of the year so far. I, I've been privileged to be with the national team at the uh, international events. And anytime I put my hand on the NFF badge, I mean, being the media officer of the 20s, there's something that comes into me. I remember being in Uyo with you. We were singing the national anthem. I think it was Nigeria, South Africa or so. No, it was in, it was in Calabar. That World Cup qualifier of 2013. Yeah, yeah. My whole body. <laughs> it was crazy. Look, I felt it. The goosebumps were there. I was at the toilet. I had tears in my eyes. I was struggling not to allow it. Look, like we've all gone through it a lot in Nigeria, especially Toby. Uh, but for her to come like that, crazy. I'm, I'm really happy right now. I don't even know how to put it in words. It's been a long time coming, you know. Um, I remember, uh, like I said back in the day, they you Harry and Mickey, you had to you know, such a Bineke, a whole lot of sprinters, both male and female, fed their hand, Palila to Kukoya, Meron Yali, the whole cast back in the day. Mm. Uh, but this is obvious. I'm really happy for her. And I hope that this will actually ginger the right people to do the right thing forward. Deji, you, you, your, your timeline is a is a track on its own it's it's a it's an eight lane track your timeline on twitter you could just just go there and knock yourself out on what on what is happening and as um um uh, i said you guys who have, have been following this um these words i i have not i'm too old to have been doing the the early hours to follow some of it but can you talk us through this how this is for you well, I mean, um, I've been able to contain the moment. Um, that, that's been because for the last, say, 10 years, I've covered the track and field. Um, I've been immersed in emotions. I'm able to just also report great content. And you have to understand that this moment can happen at any time. And mm. you have to do your job. Mm. That doesn't mean I was not elated for her. Uh, my hands were still a bit fidgety when I was trying to type. Um, you know, I was doing some live updates for a company in the US. And I mean, at that point, it was still surreal. Um, I was scared at first. Uh, when I first saw our African record the day before the semifinals, uh, 12.40, the progression was very seamless. And that's the thing with track and field. You can't just jump with the gun. Um, mm. Last year at the Paris game, mm, mm. Um, at, the, at, the, at the Diamond League, she, she ran an African record of um, 12.41. Prior to that, her PB was 12.44. Then in Paris, at Diamond League a month ago, she ran 12.40. Mm. Sorry, 12.41 again. Then at the semifinal, she ran 12.40. So moving from 12.40 to 12.12 for me was astonishing. It's literally the sort of talent level that you see using both 
running, say, probably from um, um, his second ever 100 meter race after mm. he ran his first and the 10 1 and breaking the world record in 10.79. I sorry, 10.71 to the second. And that was way back in 2008 in New York. That, that was the same status level. So I had my doubts. Personally, the, the, the sport over the years has been tainted. Um, yes. I, I spoke yes. to the Amosu at the African Games in Mauritius. And um, that I think uh, during the warm up area before um, our final of the 100 meter order, I was interviewing. Um, you, Fabrizango, the Burkina Faso um, triple jumper. And Toby just walked past and she was just smiling. And uh, a colleague, a Ghanaian colleague of mine, I think you probably would know him. Um, I mean, he's been in the business since the 80s. His name is Carl. I used to work for the BBC. And he asked Zango, um, do you potentially think you can break the triple jump world record of Jonathan Edwards mm-hmm. as a world champ and get $100,000 plus an additional $70,000? I mm-hmm. went to Pierre Mousson, walked past. She smiled. I was like, I'll put this question to Toby when she wins. And I did that. I think I posted the video early this morning. And I asked Toby, Toby, which would you prefer? Breaking the world record in Eugene or uh, potentially winning gold medal? And she said she would take both of them. But for me, deep down, I was asking, I was my life, is this even possible? Mm. First of all, Kendra Harrison was on the field. Kamacho Quinoa has been a collegiate rival since 2016. Uh, she was competing for um, UTEP, uh, Texas El Paso. And while um, Kamacho Quinoa was running for University of Kentucky, so um, uh, it, it was it was it was um, emotions that I couldn't contain, but I still tried to manage it all in one. <laughs> and um, I, I mean, I have to put up a story immediately so again, talking about our progress from 2015. So the story goes that I mean, Toby um, Amuson just loved sports. She used to run. Um, at times, were not so good. And that's the thing: finding your place in the sport like track and field, in which you would stand out. Um, she couldn't get into Nigeria's team. In uh, 2014, in 2015, at the African Games, um, she just delved into all those. She has been doing it for nothing serious. She used to do the long jump. Yeah. That's how Toby was scattered all over around. She just wasn't just a teenager, probably 17, 16, 17 years. She didn't know what she wanted mm. until um, the, the, the women's all those is a field that you very you find very few people want to uh, take on. So I think we only had one entrance. She won the race in the very low time. I think it was like a low 14, and she joined Nigeria into Brazzaville. But the progression was there. Immediately, uh, she won the African Games. She got um, 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 a scholarship to UTEP in 2015. And, I mean, this is the part where I would also give kudos to the likes of Blessing of Hagbar. We also schooled in, in them, you know, in the ones yeah, that motivated yeah, her yeah, to go yeah. to the school. Because if she had stayed, which is one of the things that has been causing controversy, if, if she had stayed in Nigeria from that 2015, it would have been very difficult for her progression to get to this point. I always tell people this. It, it probably takes minimum of $50,000 a year to train a world-class athlete. Nigeria doesn't have such funding, except you probably want to focus on that at that point in time. Mm. Um, world-class facilities, you need to compete with some of the best um, world-class sponsors. I mean, Toby is sponsored by Adidas. And aside that world record, I mean, she has it in her closet. I mean, if she breaks the African record, breaks the world record, she will get um, 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 she will trigger a clause in a contract that will make more money for us. So since 2017, when she got out of college and turned pro, it's been it's been very intentional for Toby and her team to ensure that she gets a global podium. And it's been progressive from the African champion in Asaba in 2018 mm. to the Commonwealth Games in 2018 in Gold Coast. Um, then we all know about the Narumis in Doha in 2019. She was utterly downcast after that. Then in Tokyo, after a slow start, finished fourth. I mean, it was literally leading up towards this moment. But a world record, I would never have predicted it. So, I mean, I was in complete elation 
missing um, 12.1 seconds. And what it means literally is that humans now can break the barrier of the top, the top second barrier over the other one. Nobody has ever thought about it. Kendi Arasin had the uh, world record in 2016 uh, where she um, studied at the London University Games uh, about a month after she failed to make the Olympic team in the US. Uh, then, and it's gone for another six years. But we'll be breaking it now. And I mean, the doubt were there. I had the doubt. I wouldn't lie mm. about the validity of the record. First, I want to check and as, as, an, as a track um, um, commentator, you, the first thing you do in any sprint race for 200 meter, 100 meter, is to check the wind reading. Yes. Uh, to confirm if the record is. If yes. That's the first thing that popped up my eyes. And I saw plus 1.1. I was like, wow, this is real. I still went to the World Athletic Space, um, check the live results. This is real. So, I mean, their, their system there cannot malfunction. But people are still doubting it. The race <laughs> did not look fast. Uh, even from my own eye point, it did look fast. You saw a world record too when you see one. Mm. That did not look like a world record. So it means she still had left more in the tank. But despite the doubt on the she's going on to run a 12.606 in the final, even though it was the wind aided. But if you adjust the wind, there's a way they did the calculation yeah. uh, to within 2.0. You get the feeling that that'll probably be a low 12.2. So mm. it means that that world record to the semi-finals was very valid. So, I mean, for Amazon, take a bow as much as you can. Um, it, 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 there's a lot of conversation about what it potentially means for Nigeria. Um, wait, 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 I'll come back, I'll come back to you shortly. <laughs> Alright. We're all so excited. I, I've got to um, um, speak to uh, Atunuke here. See, I have, my wife has a friend that is in a um, she does um, hurdles also. She actually still runs for Nigeria. I think, frankly, I, 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 I have the utmost respect for anybody who runs the hurdles. How dare you run such a technical event? It, it requires speed. It requires agility. And you're, you're over a hurdle. Boom. Over a hurdle and you can carry on. That is something. I, I really look at it and I, I always shake my head. Um, and I, what, what did you? Let me ask you. To, to, to as much as you have followed the um, the series, um, the world. This did you expect that? Um, yes, you, you you did say that you expected to be to medal, but did you even consider that it was possible that you would have? A world record. I I never expected it. I never like it was not even something. I was just like just medal mm. because I was thinking with a friend on Saturday and she was like, "You've been following this thing for the past seven days. Nothing. No Nigeria have done anything. Why are you just wasting your time?" And I'm like, "The two Nigerians are full are on the last day. They will get something." But I was not even expecting good. Not even when she broke that world record, mm. I my sweet was. The first tweet I put out, I used the F word because I was shocked. Like, the time was out of this world. Even, even the person she broke her word record, Kendra, it looked like, oh, Mona, wow. Like, even as everybody, even as, she couldn't believe, she was looking at time like, is this time, is this time really what I really ran? But um, like you said, Odyssey is one of the, because I look at it like you are flying over 10 Odyssey. It requires your full concentration because you have to know the number of steps you take before mm, you fly. Take, fly. Take. You have to be concentrated for the whole of the race. And 
in Nigeria breaking a world record. I don't think I would have expected this in next maybe five, six years because I remember they just tweeted yesterday about if Toby Bear does and I was speaking with Fatih and we we're like, just get something. Nobody's saying you should get good because you've had near misses or fourth, fourth, okay, you will get something. I think the improvement has been there, especially this year. I think the time has been there and everything. So we'll get something. I was like, even thinking silver. Okay, Kamacha, Kamacha, Queen will win. Just get silver. Mm. Okay, we see. Mm. But getting gold and the time to win that gold, that was out of this world. Very, very unpredictable. Andrew, following the win, as usual, um, as we all know, Teji did a thread on his even mentioned bits and bits of it on um, how, what, what it costs in real terms to have a world champion in athletics they, they, you you are you've been involved in sports in Nigeria for a long time now how 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 do we how can the country how can the country sustain because frankly it's an outrage that it has taken us 39 years nearly 40 years to have a world champion in athletics on track and field how do how do we how is it possible to even do half of the things that DG outlined, outlined in his um, in his thread to so we can sustain this, so we can get more Tobies, to so we can get more world champions? Um, it's going to be very difficult uh, because of the way sports has been run in Nigeria. Uh, but that being said, uh, we need more private uh, sector involvement in athletics. Uh, because it's clearly shown with Toby has done it, that shows this is possible. She started from Nigeria, yeah, not uh, from the diaspora. So it clearly shows we have the talent bank from in Nigeria. So we need people who can come in and there's in proper ways with the sports ministry. You allow us to have much more classics. Uh, we also need to reinvent and revitalize the university system. What we have right mm. now is just Muga. Mm. We used to have classics today. Uh, 1991, when I was in university, 93, 94, 95, there used to be classics, university classics. And at that point, you know, we get to see a lot of talent. I remember some long distance runner called Zamani. I heard he went to Spain in 96 or thereabout. And so I knew a lot of people, especially from the Northern Extraction. I'm from the Just Angeles. We had a lot of uh, long distance runners. We had Abbas Mohammed in, in Zaria. I remember him, unfortunately, we didn't challenge the Kenyans at that point. So it, it's, the system needs a lot of rejigging. First mm. of all, we need a lot of private sector partnership. We need a lot of guys like MOC. If we have a lot of people like brand like MOC, making of champions come into the scene, a lot of uh, uh, private sector involvement in the whole thing, it will make a lot of difference. Again, we also need infrastructure. Um, when you look at the, 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 the stadiums and the infrastructure we have for track and field, it's terrible. We were talking about the National Stadium yesterday when some people posted pictures of the pitch. It just shows me that there's too much involvement in football. If athletics can get half of what football gets in Nigeria, mm. I can guarantee we will have these five to six Tobia Musans. But we don't really have that. Look at the tracks, look at the, the even the way the ministry the ministry uh, treats athletics is totally bad. So it, it, for me, I was telling, I was on a show this morning and I said it's a, it's a three-way thing for me. First of all, there has to be public and private sector involvement. There has to be infrastructure uh, 
reshake and reshake more or less of our infrastructure. Mm. And then there has to be a partial development. I do understand from 10 to 15 years now, we probably won't have what they have in the NCCA. So I don't really mind. We start from home and then they move abroad, like uh, the likes of Favor and the rest. Mm. So from that aspect, in fact, to be happiness, it is when our guys started leaving and going to the US to get an education and also to train. So if you can get 10 people for each sport, at least five can come through to give us probably a world record and an African record. Right now, look at Kenya with Ferdinand. Who would have ever imagined that Kenya would be an African record? I mean, a, a, a win of yeah. an African championships or yeah. against 100 meters. Fastest, fastest that, woman. If fastest we can man. give yeah. a bit of dedication to athletics, put a chunk of what we do for football into athletics and give it much more attention, a lot can be done. So, number one, private, more private uh, uh, public uh, involvement in the game infrastructure and then development in all aspects not just uh you know the sport i mean the sport itself but also the athletes themselves uh they made a very very good point you need at least in my own calculation anyway there is more of an expert these days than me i think you need about 50 usd to 100 usd to prepare an athlete to get to where Tokyo has gotten now how many people are willing to do that I used to tell people I wish I had money. That's a lot I would of money. An athletic league. <laughs> no, serious. People will go to one part of it. So you're going to have like 12 places with price money and everything and a high performance center. Luckily, last week I was in Portacot and China Cheru went to University of Portacot where the high performance center is located. Mm. And we stayed there for like three, four minutes discussing what that center, if put into use, can do for Nigerian sports. Not knowing that we will go get uh, like a feedback of that through Toby Amusa. And mm. Look, she started. It clearly shows you that there's something in Nigeria. The people involved and the people that are responsible for this need to start thinking right now. Toby has given us a pointer. Yes, she went to El Paso, University of Texas, El Paso, to do her thing. It's very possible to get more champions out of Nigeria and into the world stage. You know, at that particular point in time. It is not left for them. So there's a lot that needs to be done. Infrastructure, uh, more public-private sector involvement, and then obviously the infrastructure. We do not have enough tracks in Nigeria. Even the national state in Abuja mm. and Uyobu, I think they are the two best regions in Nigeria right now. Do not have world standard at this track. Right. Um, <laughs> Deji, somebody, um, a lot of people were making is that on to Paris next on to Paris next for for um, um, Toby me see me I'm, I'm not greedy we it has taken us it has taken us this this long to to get this far so I, I would not even come and start um, tell, right as I was saying as I was saying can you come again with again yes I, I was saying that I a lot of people have been saying that um, it's Paris next for Toby. See, me, I'm not greedy. As they say in on Twitter, on social media in Nigeria, I said you, I said you, New Olympics, oh, these world champions, oh, the time long. I'm fine with that. Because as I was telling my friend, as I was telling my friend this morning, that you know, I my, my head cannot still comprehend or compute this bit. Where the next time Toby Toby takes to the track, the commentator from whichever station 
on the face of this earth is going to go in lane four is world record holder world champion Toby Amusan of Nigeria please that would do me that would, that would do me nicely so uh, but on a serious note how how does she how does she maintain um for the next two summers uh, for the next summer going into the second summer after this into Paris how does she maintain this um, I mean, she, she, she's a professional. Uh, one thing I love about her is how astute her management have been in terms of managing her. Mm. Um, she doesn't just um, enter into all sorts of races just because of the money. Um, track and field is, is a sport that doesn't pay much for um, the level of professionalism and where you reach. Uh, so, I mean, imagine for Toby, for example, she literally had to break the world record to make $100,000. Mm. That's probably winning 10 Diamond League meets able to make that money I would know what the football star would make probably in a week in a weekend or probably never playing on the uh, playing the, playing a match so it doesn't really worth you much but being an Olympic champion um, it's on another level um, there's a reason why in, in, in the in the, the sport itself we talk a great deal about having the full collection especially on the global stage Mondo mm. um, Duplass for example had won the Olympics last year but we had not become the world champion until early this morning too uh, but for Tommy Toby Amusov uh, she would never have been um, spoken of in the light of some of the great like Gal Divas, like Sally Pearson. Mm. Um, um, these, these are some of the athletes that um, blazed through when it comes to the women's audio auto until she did um, something special. And something special was winning gold. Um, that, that's like they say, can never be taken away from me. World record can be broken. I mean, uh, Kendra Harrison broke the world record in, in the meet that was not the global championship yeah. in 2016. Uh, people just say she's world record holder, but she still has never won the world title before. So, uh, winning the Olympic title uh, will be the crowning effort. And um, it's going to be difficult, but she has to find a way of savoring the moment. She's also a Diamond League champion. So, what's next for her? Um, uh, looking at the Diamond League standings for this year, I think she's number two. She would obviously make the uh, finals in Zurich, um, I think in early September potentially also defending her title but what this means is in terms of uh, managing um, career say for the next um, five years because she can still compete at the Paris game in 24, 2024 that is the world championship next year in Hungary Budapest mm. uh, that is um, the um, world championship uh, sorry that is also the, also the Olympics um, in uh, 20, 2027 in Los Angeles that is the world championship in Tokyo in 2025 so this next five years also will prove crucial so it's one thing to become the world champion it's one thing to also defend your title it's also one thing to become an Olympic champion and I can tell you this for free in terms of the pure talent level I tell Kamoto Queen are probably up there and Kendra Harrison um, for Kamoto Queen she probably just got put off by Amuson's um, uh, world record breaking speed in the semi-finals in the and semis, probably yeah. played on her mind mm. psychologically because I mean, the eyes were right from college. I was going through the record this morning. I mean, after this morning, it was um, seven five in favor of um, Kamatu Queen. Okay. And you begin to ask yourself, like, I mean, I mean, sometimes all of these things can just be semantics. It's, it's the crucial moment that matter itself. Yeah. So they overall, it's a rivalry that can uh, make the sport more interesting uh, going into global games. I mean, this year Kamatu Queen has beaten us twice in Eugene. There, mm. uh, that was at the Prefonte Classic in May. Um, oh, I think she also beat her in Stockholm. Um, that was after um, Amuso had broken the African record in Paris. So, um, for, for Toby Amuso, I like I said, I, I like her management a lot. Mm. Adidas are doing a great job um, in terms of uh, pro career. I, I'm telling her not to compare to her, but who literally was going for every minute just because she wanted to make money. Now she has to be able to pick and choose 
teammate. As a world record holder, she's going to command huge appearance fee. Mm. Um, organizers, British organizers, will pay a top dollar to yeah. come and grace their audience because I mean, for them, it would mean a whole large chunk of Nigerian numbers to watch the race. Yep. And I mean, obviously, we return to numbers for them and they make more money. So it's having to maximize um, the full uh, nature of what she has achieved now. And I think she'll be able to do it. Uh, I wouldn't say size fun, mm. uh, but at this point in time, it is a pointer that. Uh, we can achieve great things. Uh, we can. I mean, we, we didn't. We never doubted it. Just for the fact that Deji, a world champion and a star is not born. No way, a star is born. She can. I mean, she has been born. Me, she, she, she actually took a world record. She actually took a world record and um, a world title for the average Nigerian to know that Tobia Muson exists. Mm. I have I have known Tobia Muson since 2015. Mm. I knew her capabilities. I knew what she could do. Mm. Um, uh, last year at the uh, national trials, Gloria Luzi used to hold the um, African record over yeah. the distance. Yeah, yeah. See, because of because of um, I mean, Gloria Luzi knew that this girl was a talent. She was going to break her record eventually. But you look at Gloria Luzi, she won silver for Nigeria in, um, I think in Seville in 1999. Two years later, she was going to compete for Spain. Now, the age-old question still remains. Toby is a free-hearted person. She always wears her hat on her sleeve. Despite the problem, despite the troubles of the EFM, mm. she's been able to contain everything and not complain. But a whole lot of shenanigans go on. Yeah. From Shukwe Buka in the quick complaining, bless her, Cadbury added up to her neck. Um, Ulu Sosifashiba was also a world champion um, indoors in 2006 in Doha. Eventually quit the sports because of injury. So you ask yourself, Toby Amuson gets injured now. Can the Ministry of Sports say they will take care of our, uh, our bills? We are only celebrating her because yeah, we, we are only celebrating her because she's doing something great for Nigeria mm. at this point in time. Mm. But if she gets injured, can we say that we will take care of her? I look at the story of uh, Francis the Big Wayne going to join Portugal. It's the same rhetoric. We've never been short of talent. A whole large chunk of them is going down the years. And for Toby Amuso, I just hope it doesn't get to the level where she gets injured and we completely neglect her. I hope not. Because, you know, I mean, she has been free-spirited with Nigeria. She hasn't complained. Um, I mean, as an individual sport, she's gotten to a level where she doesn't literally need the AFN or Nigeria to take care of herself. Her sponsors in Adidas pay her top dollar. I think she's also got a local sponsor too again. Um, I mean, I, I think her sponsors I just pay her $60,000 a year. Obviously, uh, being a corrected amount. Mm. So, I mean, in, in, in the end, I, I think she, she can go on and win the um, Olympics in Paris. But um, for me now, I, I, would, I, would take, I would take the world championship at this point in time. We will. We will. Um, uh, I think he they just mentioned a very, very heartbreaking story. Um, the one of um, Francis Obikwelu. I I was watching a documentary where Francis explained why he had to leave and go to Portugal. And I, I, I was so stunned. I was like, are you serious? This guy had an injury. They they needed to treat him and the medical the Medicare and everything and rehabilitation rehabilitation required, everything was going to be about twelve thousand dollars. He said that the problem this was where this was the part that broke me. He said it was not like the money was not released. That apparently the money was released or signed off by the um, then minister 
that between that signing and himself, the money entered voicemail, as we say in Nigeria. That is, it is so, when you think about it, you, you, you cannot even comprehend that kind of mindset. So, given that, um, and with what did you say? What what can be done? How do we, what is going to, how do we ensure that our people in the power can take care of our athletes? Uh, well, because of the economy of our country and bad leaders and everything, I think it, it pays a lot to um, the issues we have with athletes. Um, changing of countries, stuff like that, complaints, like all the athletes, like they have. So we just need them to, to put in the check because like they said, the the AFN is is in shatters. A lot of sports ministry in Nigeria is like that. So until we put our house in order, these things will keep on being repeated. So a lot of things have to be put in place for the Nigerian sports to be on the global scene. And a lot of these athletes, you see a lot of these athletes, they always go abroad to train and everything because we don't have enough. So maybe the Toby Amundsen's world um, champion will be an eye-opener for them to see that, okay, we have the talent and we just need to do something to make sure that we do very well, so we treat the athletes very well because when they treat, when you treat them very well, that they can put out their best. So they need to be treated very well, not changing of country and everything. But we need to put our house in place before everything is done. Mm. Finally, Andrew, um, as we as we round up, what do you make of Nigerians' reactions? Uh, Nigerians' reaction to. Um, uh, Michael Johnson's, frankly, ill-timed um, comments and tweets uh, questioning the the clock, the performance of the clock. What is that all about? Oh, you get so at that particular point in time. The time was really wrong for me. I felt like, so look at what you said both did. I put the question before, you know, but the way he said it, terrible to me, considering the fact that three days prior to that, uh, I can uh, want to that didn't, uh, I would say, he, and, and I felt like, okay, was well, really aided and all that, but Andrew, can, Andrew, can you yeah. shift? Can you shift your location a little bit? Can you just yeah. move a little bit because your your voice is fading in and fading out. Unfortunately, it's just fading in and fading out. Oh, okay. Yeah, it sounds a bit better now. I don't know if you can hear me now. Yes. Okay, so um, I felt uh, what MJ did was uh, uh, usually in times like this when somebody does. Uh, something incredible like that. You first congratulate the person. After the whole euphoria has gone down a bit, you can now, you know, tweet your observations. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, when people are beginning to celebrate, the ad- adrenaline is rushing, you know, people are congratulating her, and then all of a sudden you decide, okay, this is the time I need to put this out. Uh, I thought the timing was wrong. Uh, coming from an American, someone who has said issues, even inmates or whatever it is, I felt it wasn't the right time you get. And the way you put it, considering the fact he never said anything about anybody that uh, he decided to say that mm. 
it, it, it feels one kind, to be honest. I've been seeing what Toby did, and then somebody trying to like get into the moment, trying off her moments of glory. Uh, it didn't. <laughs> Even though you know when she ran uh, on one six, it clearly shows that it was within reason. Mm-hmm. You know. Uh, you know, like like Daria said, some in Nigeria, like it may come your head, your mouth go. Just take a chill pill. Allow her, and then later on, maybe like plus, you can now decide to say, okay, blah blah blah, and all that. You know, Nigerians trust them. You see, Nigerians can let tell people. Nigerians, but Nigerians can help Nigerians. But you, from somewhere else, you dare not. Out, you don't have the permission. So you decide to do that. You, you get so only na- the permission to back Nigerians or to say anything about na- Is it what is all terrible? You're, 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 you're right. It's crazy. You're absolutely correct. Thank you. In fact, you cannot. Most things is speaking, and people are like just. But you didn't do that, so it is what it is. Anyway. Andrew, thank you. Thank you ever so much. Um, Deji, final final word um, on um, on this and, uh, and a truly, truly magnificent night for um, Nigerian track and field, for Nigerian sport. I mean, I, I honestly do feel we can see for the moment um, and enjoy every single one of it. But most potentially, most importantly, there are lessons to learn mm. from Sophia Amazon's glory. And I hope we learn the lessons. Amen. <laughs> Amen to that. Um, until we get final word. I said that I think I'm the Toby Amazon world champion and world record holder. Means that there's something in Nigeria and we have the talent mm. to compete on the global stage. So we, the Nigeria Sports Ministry would use this to make sure that more talents are being brought up and they are being helped in order to compete on the global stage. Thank you. Listen, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, Tiduke. Thank you, Andrew. Um, thank you, Deji. He's had to go off. Thank you very much, sir. Uh, thank you all for being a part of this Toby Amuso special episode of your Sports Memo podcast. Listen, I, 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 cannot, I cannot tell you, I can't tell you, all of you listening, how this, this victory has made me feel when when they when they brought out um the medal when i watched the clip of the medal ceremony and the national anthem started coming out and this young lady was singing it word for word and then the tears were rolling i had a big lump in my throat it was it was a fabulous moment it was a fantastic moment to end this show, I will say again, Uluwa to be Lord Ba Amuson on behalf of millions and millions of Nigerians. My name is Kavine Mekomuka. I say thank you. <laughs>